Hey listeners, Johnny Holston here with Capella Athletics. Uh, before we get going on our next episode featuring Derek Rubis, uh, the number one running fan in the world, I do want to remind you that you can listen to this episode in its entirety as well as our other episodes on thestridereport.com. And while you're over there listening to this episode or one of our past episodes, go ahead and check out their uh, preseason rankings for NCAA Division One cross-country. Men's and women's are both out now. They, they got some pretty hot takes, but also uh, really great content as well. Interviews with recent transfers, and they broke, they've been breaking a lot of news uh, in NCAA cross-country and track. So be sure to wander over there, spend some time on the site. They're, they're growing rapidly, so you want to hop on board before, um, before you're late. Uh, this next episode is with Derek Rubis, as I said. And first of all, I want to thank Rubis for his hospitality and opening up his home to us, and we were able to film him on a run. We'll probably push some of that content out soon. Um, we got to join Rubis for a run and he had us over and we recorded this podcast and it was a lot of fun. Uh, Derek Rubis is one of the nicest people I've come across doing this podcast and uh, his contagious enthusiasm for this sport is something that I want more people to have. So um, take notes on this episode and thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on social media. And go ahead and follow Rubis on social media if you're at it. Um, yeah, so enjoy this episode. One thing before we get going is we had a bit of a technical difficulty with one of our microphones, and I worked to edit it as well as I could. I think it sounds pretty good now, but um, yeah, so I apologize for any uh, inconvenience listening to this episode. But as always, thank you for listening, and please listen to more episodes, and don't forget to tell your friends about Capella Athletics. For having me. Where are we? What are we up to right now? And what are you doing in um, Santan Valley, Arizona? Uh, I'm. Ba- I was. I first started out in Wisconsin, and then I was supposed to. Uh, me, me and my dad drove out to Oregon, and because uh, we thought I had had a job there, and then. For four days, we drove drove there thinking I had the job, and then it was like, no, but I don't think so. So that's why we're down here. Yeah, it was supposed to be with Nixon and uh, uh, Ron Gum. So mm. yeah, sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. Um, so you're known as the hub of distance running, the the world's biggest track fan. Yeah. All of the above. Um. For listeners who are on our Instagram and um, that will see the photos we took, you you have the logos of some of the biggest uh, teams in, in the business of NCAA yeah. cross country and track. And um, so let's just start with what got you to be the biggest uh, running fan in the world. Um, I would just message guys on on like different teams, see if they uh, on Facebook just to 
see if they want to be friends and then it turned into all of a sudden almost like right now the limit is five thousand five thousand so i'm almost up to that right at the moment so yeah all right so i have to ask when is the capella athletics logo gonna be gonna be tattooed on derek rubens <laughs> i have four in mind at the moment <laughs> that i want to get if, if i had the money but one's for gabe one one's because i bet uh bryce harpwell if he if he got uh, undefeated season that i do that and then wisconsin guys have been asking me big time and then i'm a big university of washington cross-country fan so so we're on the waiting list yeah you know kind of <laughs> that's right that means we're we're on some sort of list so it'll, it'll happen eventually yeah that from somebody who's afraid of needles and now has like 19 it's it's the strangest thing so how did how did that start uh what was your first tattoo my first one i got a steeplechaser with my aunt's initials who who uh passed away from colon cancer so i wanted to i'm a big steeplechaser and so i wanted to honor her and then honor my steeplechase and then every team was like when are you going to get ours? When are you going to get ours? And whatnot. So, yeah. So, so we'll back up a little bit. You started on Facebook. Yeah. You'd friend every runner you could. Yeah. You'd ride on their wall and they had a good race. Yeah. And you just kind of created a whole huge friend list of runners. Yeah. And you've, you started something. Um, you know who Matt Lincoln is? He, yeah, Canadian yeah, runner. Yeah. So I was at a I was at a birthday party that he was at, and he he ran for Nike for a little while, and he told me he said, I knew I was popular when Rubis did a face swap with me. Mm. Let's talk about the face swaps. And, and at first it was I saw someone do it and do it online, and then I'm like that's kind of cool, and then it turned into every distance runner wants it and whatnot. So yeah. So are people reaching out to you requesting these uh, that when, when, when they can't disclose that information yeah I, I understand yeah so <laughs> so how about let's talk about the the name changing on Twitter um just it's to honor uh, uh, other distance runners and whatnot um, yeah but I'm really really loving so yeah so what's the hierarchy? Is it is it face swap, then name swap, and then tattoo? I I have no clue. It's probably all three are <laughs> combined, I guess. Yeah. So how does it feel now that since you started just being a big running fan, now getting to interact with all these pro athletes on Twitter and Instagram and even some in person? Uh, it's really cool. The the coolest was uh, when two of the uh. Wisconsin guys trained in Australia and they were talking about me with to Ryan Gregerson and at that time I was a huge I'm a huge Ryan Gregerson fan so they they texted me back and Facebook messaged and said oh my god Ryan Gregerson knows who you are and I'm like okay I can die now <laughs> <laughs> I can officially die so and then it became uh, because of him, it snowballed around the wor- world, and uh, it was like I had friends in like thirteen countries, so which is really cool. 
And people don't believe that I'm friends with the in-game persons. So they're like, no way, Jose. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, I know what they're saying because <laughs> cause they're speaking Norwegian to me. So it's like, I just have to go, okay, use the, use the translator on it. <laughs> Do you watch their reality show? I see. I I have seen seen both both the seasons. I hear it's pretty good. I have. Yeah, it, I have watched it. I, I watched it with. They had. Uh, they had English subtitles on the bottom, so it's it's really cool. Very it, cool. Yeah, it, they have like six or seven in, in the family, and kids in the family. So yeah. So let's let's talk about you as a person. You you ran in high school. You were a runner in high school, and. You were told you couldn't play contact sports in yeah. high school, so you, you picked uh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They told me in. I started in sixth grade running because we had a sixth grade run, and I found out in before before middle school that I couldn't do contact sports because I had one testicle removed. So and I'm like, okay. No big deal. I'll do, do the running thing. And I found out some of it is contact. <laughs> you have a story in mind? Uh, one of them was I was running on uh, at, at uh, Wisconsin Rapids, and I got hit. Uh, someone hit me like the, uh, hit me, and then I'm like, okay. The official didn't see that. And I'm like, this is just wrong. So I, I so I, I ran up to him and did the same thing, and the official saw me. And I'm like, oh, no. okay, I'm in deep trouble. He's not. I'm going. He did it first, but they didn't believe me. Uh, and it was the same. And it was the same official that saw it. When I was in high school, um, we were. I was running this course in uh, Fort Collins, and there's a bunch of like kind of like horseshoes horseshoe turns and uh, one kid I saw him cut the course once big time cut it again and he was chopping big portions off and so probably about two miles in I was like yo dude like cut it out <laughs> and he he was in front of me I could bear I couldn't like see him I kind of like tapped him on the shoulder in front of me I was like cut it out and he turns around and he, he goes what'd you say to me and he he beats his chest and he's got a tear, this is high school, a teardrop tattoo on his face. Starts screaming at me, and I negative split that race harder than I've ever <laughs> negative split, and I ran a PR, so that's, that's Yeah, when I, when I was coaching at Waukesha West High School, which is our rivals, and when I was in high school, they, uh, one, of the, one of the guys was getting hit big time by an, an, another one run runners, and at the end, the officials found out, and they they said, "Oops, you're you're disqualified." And he won, and that made the Waukesha West winner. Winner, so that was kind of cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, what are you doing now, as far as running? Um, are uh, you training for something in particular? Uh, nothing. I'm I'm just training. Period. I don't know any races down here. I've only done. One indoor and one outdoor, outdoor race, and that's about it, about it. It used to, and when I was living in Waukesha, Wisconsin, I, I was part of a running club that we'd race every single single week for indoor and outdoor track, and that that was so much fun because we got to go against D one, D two, D three athletes in Wisconsin, Illinois, 
I mean, I got to run it. Wisconsin's track, I got to run it. Illinois' indoor and outdoor track. So, yeah. I'm assuming you're a little biased towards Wisconsin's track. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Two of my That's best friends. Two of my best friends run for Wisconsin. So, yeah. Morgan and we call him Ollie, Ollie Horn. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe we need to make a a Derek Rubis road mile here in Arizona. Yeah. So. Yeah, you create your own race. Yeah. Yeah. So. So what's the what's the coolest uh, interaction you've had with with an athlete? Maybe it's in person, or maybe it's social media. What's what's an experience you've had with somebody that kind of made you very excited? Um, I I've been friends with Nick for about like Nick Simmons since like two thousand six when he ran he ran D three. Him and Willie are both ran D three, and so Benedict in college was like two hours away two hours away from us down in Illinois so I got to go down and watch, watch both of them and I say those are my favorite two races the 15 and 8 so fast forward six years and I got to go to the trials in 2012 for free because a lot of distance runners were, were doing like a GoFundMe for me and uh, I'm coming back from this restaurant called Wild Duck I see this mom coming at me, and I'm like, I'm gonna step away from them. And then all I hear is, Rubis, you got your camera? And I'm like, look over. I see Nick, Nick, Nick there, and uh, so he wanted a picture with me, which was like, I'm like, okay, this is so cool. And then two steps later, uh, these two people go, well, we're having a house party at Steve Finley's house, which. Uh, uh, Matt Fleet lived there and stuff, so I'm like, and Sentowitz lived there, so I'm like, I'm going. And then the last last night of that trials, I was at the dock, and a lot of people were, a lot, a lot of the distant professionals were there, and they're like, yeah, a lot of the professionals are at Steve Finley's house. Let's go over. And I'm like, I know exactly where it is. I'm getting in and I'm going. And that's the same night that there was a female distance runner. I don't know if you know Maggie Vassi. Yeah. She used to do the, the outfits. Yeah. She paid for a drink of mine. Wow. So I'm like, holy crap. So I'm like, that was the best. So you're kind of a VIP. You're on these guest list to parties and athletes are uh, Yeah, drinks. sort of, yeah. Do you yeah. have a bodyguard or anything no. like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Did Nick Simmons influence your decision in becoming an honorary honorary member of the Brooks Beast? Uh, yeah, it was it was right. I became a fan when Nick Nick went over and Riley Masters. I, I said, what what would I have to do to be part of Brooks Beast? And Riley Riley Masters said, Oh, we'll make you an honorary member. So, ever since then, I've been a Brooks Beast fan and. So I love those guys. And Danny Mackey was my coach for a week. And he's the hardest coach ever. I mean, he pushes you to the edge and wants you to go over the edge. And that's what I love about him. What What's the story about him coaching you um, when he pushed you over the edge? He It's just the workout. Uh, the tr- More so the track workouts he, he gave me. Uh, I I would look at them and I'd be like, there's no way in heck I can fin- finish these. And then I'm like, okay. 
and he's like, I'm like, Danny Mac would probably be screaming at me if I didn't finish it, so I have to finish it. So, so I want to talk a little bit about uh, Nick Simmons like we have. Tell me the story. You told us before we just went for a run here, but tell us the story about your stopwatch. Uh, my stopwatch uh, was that day we had a Springfield 800, straight 800 race. And you go straight on the road for 800, no turning, no nothing. And uh, afterwards we had the run gun party, which I am a brand ambassador for. So uh, we were all seeing together him, his fiance now, and his dad, and they saw my, my watch at the time, and they're like, Nick's like, uh-uh, you're not gonna have that watch anymore. And he takes the watch off of his, his wrist and says, here you go, you can have the watch. So that was very cool. So with that story, and you told us a little bit before that a lot of these athletes and a lot of these teams uh, give you a lot of gear. So is your closet just full of yeah. NCAA and, and pro gear right now? Yeah, totally. I got singlets from teams. I've gotten uh, shirts. I've gotten uh, from Andy Smith, who's the assistant coach. I, I just got shoes from him. He's assistant coach for the Boston Reebok group. So, yeah. And I've gotten them to coach me and whatnot for the co coaching Rubis. And it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about Coaching Rubis and what that's uh, Coaching Rubis started, uh, I saw Kyle Merber on, on Twitter said, if anybody wants to launch coaching, I'll coach you and coach you for a week or two or whatever. And I took him up on that. And him and his coach, Gags, who used to be Nick Simmons' coach when he was at OTC, he said, uh, well, me and Gags have a really good idea. And I said, just give it to me, I'll do anything. And he's like, how about having a different coach each, each week? And I was like, I'm like, I love that idea. And it started out that they would pick the, the next coach and, and, and tell him what was going on. And now it's turned into, when can I coach you? Or I, I, I usually find people like two or three months in advance to uh, coach me so I know I've got their email address and I've got their uh, them saying that they will coach me and whatnot yeah who who are some of the people that have coached you uh, I've had like I said Danny Mackey I've had Will Lear I've had had uh, Pete Watson who's the head coach of Texas um, some, some D1 guys that I can't remember. I can't remember all of them, so yeah. Anyone up on the agenda? Or anyone that you would want to be coached by for a week? There's a lot of uh, D1 co uh, 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 coaches I want, like pa Andy Powell and Joe Franklin and the FSU coach, uh, Ryan Van Hoy. I, re I really want my number one, um, my number one two on my list are Chris O'Hare and Andy Weedy. So 
yeah. I just want to see what their training is like and what they would give me, yeah. Rubus, you're a guy that's very positive and you're very <laughs> energetic. You have a lot of passion. You got a lot of passion for running. And it's something that you did in high school. And a lot of people run in high school, but not a lot of people just continue to have a fire and a passion about them. What what is it? What what is it with you and running and what um you know makes you tick? For me, um, there was a, there was a couple of years where I didn't didn't run at all uh, because I was getting so stagnant running. And it's like I'm not getting the same results that I'm getting. So I uh, went to weightlifting for a couple of years and I went to like up to 150. And from somebody who was 120, but then I saw uh, Chris Linsky Tegan Camp uh, Matt Tegan Camp race. I'm like, I gotta get back into this. So I'm usually not, not the most, uh, most, I look like I'm the most positive person, but I'm really not because uh, right at the moment I'm going through therapy for uh, thoughts of committing suicide to myself, uh, self-esteem issues, and body issues. So when I saw that article yesterday in Sports Illustrated uh, on their website uh, with Elio talking about, I'm like, I'm glad somebody's talking about uh, about people just thinking about uh, and the announcers talking about somebody's weight. And, and so it's really cool that she did that. Yeah. Well, you know, you have a whole running community behind you and you have a lot of yeah, yeah. people that support you. <laughs> What, do you have any piece of advice for anybody going through any, any stale moment in their life or any down moments? Um, oh, that's a tough question. Um, that you're better than you, than you think you, think you are. You can get through it, through it, through it, yeah. Because with mine, it was more on the thing of I would, uh, if I'm one uh, in the 120s, I'm okay. If I'm 130, I'm way too fat. I, I think it stems from me thinking that I'm not like every other distance runner, that I don't look like every other distance runner, that I don't look like a Jordan McNamara or Andy Weeding or Nick Simmons. Or, so I think it stems from that a little bit. Do you feel like running is something that is sort of help helped you get through your some like you said some suicidal thoughts yeah and of, of, co- of course and, and and to me it's it's always like it's something that I can do that not a lot of other people can do I mean I see football players and they they kind they they would Carol football players would look in on me and go uh, you're been on this track a, a long while and I said yeah I'm doing what they call the Michigan workout, which is a really long workout. And he's like, they're like, okay, we'll jump in on your last one. And then they are like, okay, now we realize what distance runners go through and whatnot. So to see to see other people finally seeing, because at Carroll would be always be like the football players and the basketball players and the baseball players to start making fun of us. And we were like, okay, what did we do wrong for, to them? And it was to be like nothing. 
But then when we started uh, having this one guy, one guy that made nationals, internationals, and outernationals three times, they were every time you break a record, on, on break his own record, they were like, "Oh my God, I love you, I love you, I love you." But then when the indoor season started, outdoor season started, they'd start making fun. I'm like, okay, I don't get that. So it's it, running's been like a savior to me. So yeah. Do you have any? What basically my question is: Do you have any big dream in running? Any particular race that you want to be in? Any place that you want to go? Someone that you want to meet? Well, number one person I want to meet is O'Hare. I mean, I had the chance to meet him, but uh, I went to D1 Cross Nationals, and he had a bad race, and he was like, nope, I don't want to see anybody, and here I am with one of my friends, Then we drove down together, and he's like, you've been talking about him the whole ride down here, and you don't get to meet him, what is wrong? But some of my tracks... Uh, uh, there's some indoor tracks that I've always wanted to run on that I've never gotten a chance to. Uh, University of Michigan, Arkansas, New Mexico, and uh, Washington. So I'd love to run in any one of those. New Michigan facility looks nice. Yeah, I had a chance, chance, but I decided because I was, I, I thought I was going to go to Oregon. We were, me and my parents, uh, uh, said that was my birthday present over over that, and I'm like, dang it, I should have took the other one because I already knew knew that I was gonna. We were trying to decide if I was gonna move to Eugene or to Ben because I don't. And I'm like, and they're like, well, you know, everybody here in Eugene, so every which way we turn, another distance runner knows who the heck you are. So it's like rather be in there than in Ben because all I know is the Perky Rock people. Did you get a chance to run uh, on Oregon's track before you, on Hayward Field before you hit? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've done that. I, they've had, when 2012, when they had, they uh, for the trials, they had four days on, two days off and four days on. And one of those days, they have an all-comers meet. So you get to run on there, and I've gotten to do some track workouts uh, on there last March so it was March of 2018 so it was pretty cool what do you think of the new renovations in the I, I, I like I, people say they, they don't like it because uh, of all the history and whatnot and I'm like where are you going to put all these people that are coming in for 2021 worlds you're going to have like maybe double the size of people that could be coming in. And they're like, well, I never even thought of that. So I changed their mind about it. And I've seen what they've done so far. And I'm like, I love it. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. What's a, pe what's, what's a piece of advice that a runner or coach or somebody has given you that stuck with you? Like that's some, something that you remind yourself of all the time. Ah, uh, that's... There's a... Um, can't remember the phrase, but there's one that Anthony Fambaletti does. And it's, it's, it's said, and it's, he has two videos out. One is run right, and one one is called run like hell. 
and the second one's Run Reckless. And at the end of Run Reckless, he has this perfect quote, and I'm like, ah. Oh. Every time anybody asks me my favorite, favorite quote, I can't remember it because it's too uh, too long. Mm-hmm. And I just have, I always have to go back and like write it down, and I keep forgetting to write it down. But his phrase at the end has has gotten me through more than anything I, I ever has. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's always great to find inspiration in those people that you look up to, especially yeah. now that you can interact with them. And you have. And I was on his podcast yeah. too. So I was That's like, I was a li- he was more, he was like, I'm getting nervous on, I can't believe it. And it was like, he's like a, a, a steeplechase guy to me. So it's like, I, I thought I was more excited. And it was like, nope, other way around. Same with running against uh, uh, Alan Webb. You raced against that. You had, were in a race against Alan Webb. Yeah, yeah. His how his, was that? I was. It was like I. I felt like I had a bad experience because uh, his wife is originally from Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and they were both d- down there for uh, for lacrosse's uh, uh, running camp, Universal Lacrosse running camp, because that's where she ran. And so she's like, yeah, Webb's running in this race called the Titan 5K road race. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I got to get in this race. I got to get in this race. Cause, and then Julia Webb's uh, 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 brother comes to me before the race. He's like, do you want to know something? I'm like, what? He's like, Alan Webb is more excited to meet you than you are of him. And I'm like, no, really? That's awesome. Yeah, and then after after the race, he's like, he, he liked everybody that wanted to do a cool down with me. He's like, nope, me and Rubis are going together. So it was just me and him and, and a cool down. And I'm yeah. like, holy shit in my head. Holy crap, I can't believe I'm running with Webb. So it was really cool. Yeah. So just recently, you also towed the line with uh, Bernard Lagat. Tell us a little bit more about that. It was a blessing, a curse, in a, in a way, because he was he was doing he was doing a three k workout, but the curse was that I had to move out into lane two every time that they had passed, so I didn't get the time that I wanted. I was a twenty one oh four, and I thought I could get like mid 20 maybe 20 30 or something like that but because of me moving out every time i had to but i'm just like he's just another r- runner just like me towing the line so i i wasn't if it was somebody like a crystal hair i would be like and you like ah, sorry wrong race <laughs> <laughs> yeah very cool well man before we we wrap this one up we have a uh, little surprise for you. Daniel will run out to the car real quick. He's a couple of little things we want to give you before you go. We go. Okay. But we, we really appreciate you coming on, man, and sharing yeah. your story. And thanks for sharing some of your struggles and the things you've been through. And just know that we're here for you. And a lot of people are here for you, man. And we, we love you and support you a lot. And you do so much for the sport. So... 
running wouldn't be the same without without <laughs> Derek Rubis, that's for sure. Of course. All right, Rubis, we wanted to give you a Capella Athletics T-shirt. Thank you. Running under here, we just wanted to give you some more swag. So we also <laughs> brought one of our T-shirts here from GCU. If I can, if I can get it. Yeah, out we, here. all three of us thought you guys at GCU was up up by Grand Canyon. Oh yeah, no, it's in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's very important to us that we got that shirt to a very important person. Rubis. Thank so you, guys. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, hopefully, it's not too big. And uh, um, thanks so much for coming on, of course. sharing your story. We we really appreciated it. And thank um, you for having me. Yeah. Any any last minute shout out or words before we we cut the mics? Uh, I can think of. Chris O'Hare. Yeah, <laughs> that's the big word. Chris O'Hare. Luke Matthews. Uh, 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 what I call call him Gracie, which is Charles Charles Grace, are my like favorite thing in the world. So thank you guys. Cool.